You see, we've earned respect night after night, year after year, giving it everything we've got. The blood, the sweat, and the tears for this business because we love it. And we've earned it. Hi, girl. Hello, my darling. What I do, what I do. You all right? I'm good. I'm good. And I'm here live and direct on our show, season two and five. Woohoo! I cannot believe. I cannot believe that we are at this point again, like so quick. It comes around so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Come, I think we should do a little bit of bragging. We've been doing ranting rights, but I think we should do some little bit of bragging rights. Go on, just do a bit of bragging. <laughs> Go on. Girl, how did we come this far? I feel like I've been on such a journey with you, my podcast. It's good when, have... you, when you get the when you get the Grammy and the Oscar and that. We're on the way. On the way, man. I don't know where they can Big shout out to everyone who believed in us, to all our listeners. No, no, no. I'm saving that to the end, man. And I would thank God. Because <laughs> without him, I would be nothing. Oh, my goodness. I know. I know. And this is why we're hot. Do you remember that? This is why we're hot. Is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm your black, you eh? Because you're not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, from what was... Uh, a little seed that we planted that we sowed in in over a McDonald's breakfast however many months ago we are flourishing babe oh that's for my coffee <laughs> <laughs> coffee man oh lord oh gosh oh it's good to hear you though babes welcome to all our listeners it's been a hot second mm-hmm. it has we've been there but we ain't been there we've been there yeah <laughs> You know, life prevails and all of that, but we are good and we're here for it. So yeah, and we're gonna we're definitely be coming with you know everything we do, improving, pushing forward, consistency and stuff. You know, that's our hope and dream for us all. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We're not quite on Stephen Bartlett's level yet. <laughs> like he's got a whole team like we're just a, a, a two a two women band two women band you know so yeah you don't have to cuss no kids before he gets on the mic no <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh gosh so season finale baby season finale season finale so we're gonna let the people them know which show this is six You are listening to the Hustle is Real 101 podcast. (laughs) 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 For Shabba Rankin, I love that. I love saying that Booyaka Booyaka for Shabba Rankin. What is that? I don't even know. (laughs) There's something wrong with me. 
This is the Hold On Is Real 101 podcast. You are entering the realms of madness. The home of real talks, real perspectives and real weather if in life, baby. Is it a pod donate? They can call it that if they want to. Some like to, but for me, it's just two half-decent people having a half-decent conversation, babes. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Woo-hoo. baby. Woohoo! And you're going to tell the people who you are? Who are we? I've given one of them. I've given one of them in a long time. Hello there, some people lovingly refer to me as Neats, and I am your resident buff babe in business. I'm Miffy Turner, Miffy Turner. One and only. Yeah, the one and only. <laughs> and hi babes, I'm Cam, entrepreneur, personal stylist, social media extraordinaire, and mummy of four. Yes! Yay! <laughs> He's happy to have seen them gone back to school now. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Mm. Oh, they couldn't close quick enough for you. Why? Them summer holidays were long. They were long. Was it was long, warm, and just I can't even remember what happened. It was just like contentless. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But we moved. We moved. Yeah, we moved. It came and it went, and so we moved. Mm-hmm. So we moved. So here we are, season um, two finale. We're going to try and touch on our. You know, our usual pointers, get the old comment section out, KMT the week out, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. You have to, we have to touch back from where we came from. That's it, exactly. So, on that note, what have you been listening to or what have you been watching? Oh, right. So, um, last night, um, I was sitting down and just feeling around and I heard some music coming through the window. It was so cool. It was like a live band. Okay. Yeah, it was like a live band, and I had the guitar. You know, when you're not sure, is that could that be a TV? But how could someone TV be so loud? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, he was blaring it out the music, and it was so good. You know, always you hear, you might hear bird and boy, people's blaring out the music. This time it was like some rock and blues, and I've got a feeling it's the guy with the boat. Okay. Yeah. Who's got? Who can say they got a neighbor with a boat? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a neighbor with a boat and I'm thinking based on the way he moves and stuff and his boat his life passion project that I've seen him doing forever um big up you um I had a feeling it might be coming from his house and I was loving it and I feel like just to know there's other people out there living life on this earth and we're not alone um and there's other species out there <laughs> you know who were in their house jamming it out with the music and i was appreciating it i was sitting there like no this is i'm not gonna turn the tv on right now i'm gonna listen through the window wow yes that was Why not man i know Chiming. yeah i think he was the one um it's definitely he was pulling his boat off i was late like usual and he was pulling his boat off to um take it wherever goodness knows and as i've come around the corner the boat is coming off the front slowly I'm like oh hell no so rather than get vexed I just spun the car around and went and I just thought that's a neighbourly thing to do <laughs> yeah you got to get your pennies to heaven you got to get your pennies to heaven babe it's true it's true hon not just club card points we have to connect right now <laughs> you got to get other in you yeah so that was him and um, big up him he got me right in my creative bag that's what he did he helped me to like get my little notes and my mindset ready for this discussion Okay, well, that's good. We'll we'll grab inspo from wherever we can get it. Yeah, it was sweet, sweet harmony. What about you? Yeah, I do, I do. I was in the Sabres the other day and they were playing and I'm like, oh, what are you like when you go to the shop and you hear a tune? What are you like? 
I'm like, I remember this tune, yeah. <laughs> sing along, or what do you do? Do you just smile? I do, no, I do sing a link. I do sing a link. Sing a what? <laughs> sing along. There we go. <laughs> I do, I do sing along, and the kids are usually like, "Mummy, you're so loud." <laughs> but when good, you just sing. I don't care. I, I just when it's a banger and it brings back good memories. What yeah. can you do? You've got to sing along. You've got to do a little bust a little two step while you're shuffling that trolley along. You got it, man. And like these little moments that you've got to take joy in. You've got to go in the camera, you know, the TCTV camera, and just do a little. On being or whatever you have to do in there. Yeah, man, that's it. That's it. I usually, yeah, I usually have a little sing along. That's good because the people them in there were singing through their teeth. Everyone was singing a song, but trying not to go on. They were singing a song except for one lady who worked in there. You were determined to make the day pass quickly. Yeah, yeah. Sweet harmony. She was in her sweet harmony. She was in her sweet harmony, babes. Really? But that is good though that's good because i've got a friend he can sing though he can sing and he was he he was singing to the tunes in the shop and and somebody who happened to be like a talent scout or whatnot stopped him and gave him his details and now he's like you know helping him like to establish his you know career and stuff his singing career so i was like see you never know like who's listening or what opportunities might come around the corner. That's just right. remind me that work, do you know what I mean? For real. We're showing a bit of your personality. Mm-hmm. And that's why you shouldn't be chatting your people them in the shop either, because someone might that hear that too and run back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. You never know who's watching, so. Because yeah, people like to get comfortable in their mobile phones when they walk around the shop. Some people just really are in their conversation bag and they don't yeah. realise everybody's listening. Exactly, exactly. They want you to be listening like, oh, it's a kidnapper, please help. <laughs> Boy, you never know, hon. I know, they're talking loud because I, I saw something on the socials the other day and the lady was, um, she saved the girl from being kidnapped. But then, you know when they're walking down the street with them and you can't quite tell why this man is walking with this young girl? Yeah. Yeah, so the girl, I think the lady tried to pretend she was, uh, like, knew her and ca- dragged her into the shop and then the man just ended up giving up and going off. Enough. Oh really? This is how they teeth them. This is how they get them off the side of the road. Oh my goodness! It's yeah. Yeah, she's a scary man. She was terrible. I think the little girl was. Oh yeah, but it was like cool how the lady daddy. So you got to keep your eyes open, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So now, do you want the good news first or the bad news? Give me the bad first. Let me see. <laughs> right, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the in the order it's in. <laughs> oh gosh, oh gosh, how much bad news could there possibly be? <sighs> right, social media moments. Right, just a quick little run around. There's so many things been happening this last section of the year. Mm-hmm. Many things been happening, and if they listen to the KMT, you get a KMT, I get a KMT, everybody gets a KMT. They will hear a portion of the stuff that's been going on, and that is just you know a little snippet mm-hmm. of it. You know what I'm saying? That is just the when they call it to the iceberg. That's just the tip of the iceberg. That's tip of the iceberg. Tip of the iceberg. Tip of the iceberg. So we will start with because there's been a lot of royal discussion lately. Still got mm-hmm. like Megan. You see Megan and them at um, Beyonce's party. But Megan, no, Beyonce's thing. 
it wasn't even a party. We must call it a global party because that's what it's been. Um, and they were there boogieing in the background, um, but they tried to say how Harry was screwing up his face and they're trying to say, oh, divorce is on the horizon and all this stuff. But they said the other clips have just been partying. Megan, ah, those dance moves were interesting, babe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're getting divorced. I've heard that as well. Some rumours and stuff, but... Yeah, so... They were they were jamming it out there, and everyone just keeps looking on their life to see that you know, what's that what's their life going to look like, and it kind of made me made the algorithms throw my way. This thing about celebrities, old money, three reasons why old money families avoid celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the crutch of it is, is is that they like to keep their business to themselves, and mm-hmm. they say that new money chats too much. Yeah, yeah, and although we they think hear me we. Although <laughs> they, <laughs> although they think that they're cute and they're, they're entertaining and they would love to have them as a best friend, the people that have their knickers out on the washing line all night, and they're not. That's not how they roll. They roll with the depths of secrecy. So when you're out there doing everything, it's just it turns them. It, it's, it's not something that they have. It's part of the lifestyle you you are raised to know what to say and what not to say what to do and what not to do so even if you are um out there having fun you've got to kind of like construct it so that it doesn't come back that is why when there's scandal you could this means this means when there's scandal what lengths will they do to keep the secret that's what you go ask yourself well the thing is though that's quite interesting because i feel that i know it was very it was quite segregated before like old money and celebrity culture but i feel like at times it has merged obviously i mean look at the royal family they could be classed as old money to a degree or used to be but now they're verging on like celebrity um you know that sort of whole lifestyle and way of of thinking i mean they've merged together look at harry and Meghan, for instance as well like um what's his name i've forgotten the queen's brother whatever his name was what was his name again the one who um he was supposed to become king of england but he advocated his, his the crown yeah. to go off with his actress american actress oh yeah um fiance or whatever i've forgotten her name what was her name that was the Queen's uncle, the because the, the king. Oh, the Queen's died. uncle. The, yeah, Queen's uncle. Yeah, yeah, the Queen's uncle. Yeah, sorry. So, um, yeah. So there again, maybe Mrs. Simpson. Mrs. Yes, yes, Mrs. Simpson. That's it. That's it. And I think was she a divorcee? Was she yeah. divorced? Yeah. Um. So that was that again, and obviously that is when that is a example of when old money would still had like it was still quite a big thing where families you know old money was old money people had wealth people were still very secretive and that was just a going completely against the grain um and uh, you know affiliating yourself with a celebrity and you know divorced woman and all that kind of stuff so i can see like that's a clear example of the disdain that old money might have had for celebrity you know and that yeah. kind of thing yeah. but um the thing is though in celebrity culture that is how that's how they make their money though that is how they make their money as well as well as like some of them being born into money some of the celebrities make their money from yeah talking about themselves and self-promotion yeah. and all of that kind of stuff that old money people people coming from old money 
can't stand yeah and it's just the opposite of how they've been brought up and their way of thinking yeah yeah so basically so with the old money and new money celebrity thing being like oil and water the megan and harry thing was kind of doomed without her race being a factor exactly because i noticed when i used to watch suits because i get like me it was zazilla you know me i don't miss it so Suits was the show that grabbed me because when everyone's over there watching their horror and opening portals, <laughs> I like to watch. What's that? Bumping the vampire slayer. Opening underground portals. Harry Potter. Oh, need to stay closed. Thank you very much. Um, so when I'm avoiding that, I always stay on that side. But it has real life kind of like hell traps in it, but it's mm. still humans. And I can, I kind of know where I am with human beings to an extent. So I would, I was watching Megan, but slowly as I watched the show, and they kind of like took it away and brought it back. And I think when they ended it, the series kind of, and then kind of put it back on Netflix and made it a prominent thing. I don't think the scenes were all the same. Her storyline went from one kind of storyline, and then the storyline kind of flitted where she said, felt like, you know, someone who's died in one of them old movies, and then they've come back to talk to the people them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the spirit, the ghost of Christmas past. She was coming like the ghost of Christmas past where she floats in the floats out and then she's off to some place. Oh, she's gone again. So she wasn't actually in the show anymore like how she was before. Main character having the girl boyfriend who, if anyone doesn't know the story of Seuss, um, he was a, a accidental, well, genius who was naughty at school and he basically would end up, because he got thrown out of the high school, I think Harvard, whatever you have to do, Harvard Law School, to get into the high law firms, he has to then work as a, he would do exam papers and cheat for people, go and do their exams. Oh. Yes, so he was the smartest person in the world, but could not go back and pass because he'd been thrown out for that thing. So then one day he's running, he's gone to some, doing some deal, some guy said, can you take a, 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 a briefcase or something to a hotel? And go and do some maneuver. He gets in some trouble. The police are chasing him up and down the stairs. He ends up running into a um, recruitment drive for a particular law firm. Sits down, answers the questions, ends up impressing the recruiter, and and they thought he was someone else because the person was lately sat in the chair and ends up getting a job at the law firm. But it's all a lie. So they have to cover up a lie. When he tells the truth, it's the lie that follows them all the way through. But right. then, yep. And then that particular guy is with Megan, but then their relationship just goes all weird. So I thought that's the time that she might, there must have been, because they said they had to adapt all of that stuff for her not to be cast in, acting in certain ways. And that now that means that the her relationship now infringes on her uh, career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah, it does, doesn't it? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Will she continue be acting and stuff? I don't know. Well, can you can you be an actress like married to a prince of Eng- of England? Like I don't know. I mean, when you look at other countries like you know Monaco and Prince of Monaco, they all they they kind of do what they want to do and they still respect it in their space. But then I don't know. I don't know how those old traditions go forward. There has to be a way to bring certain things forward and just leave some things behind. You know. Well, I think all the way through. Well, certainly the royal family have had to adapt anyway. Like even down to the blooming king himself like marrying his side chick and her being queen now you like you know what i'm saying <laughs> you and Mohammed Morani's side chick you bust me up when they said that i think you know what i'm saying you <laughs> but there's no denying that is what she has been that is that is she has she has played the game the long game Goal! that's what she did 
and she is right where she's always wanted to be queen of england like there's no denying that was all that was always his side chick throughout the whole diana thing everything you know what i mean so um <laughs> they've had to adapt you know i'm sure the whole royal family knew about his side chick so um yeah they you know they can pretend that their old money and everything secretive and everything but you know they they verge on celebrities themselves they're, they're coming like celebrities with all their dirty dirty laundry on the washing line for the nation to for the nation to hear especially like i would say definitely like since the 80s throughout the 90s you know it's become more and more that they have kind of become intertwined with that whole celebrity kind of lifestyle. I think what, they, that what we have to understand is that when the Queen decided, for whatever reason, to hold ties with the Commonwealth and become somebody who was marketing for, you know, Britain, and that they became a, a marketing tool, the royal family's existence, that's when the lies between celebrity and royal old school cross and then definitely definitely and then you have the children who grow up in that with a mother who became a queen by circumstance they were already in the ipad mix-up you that was already in the mix-up already yeah, they were because i think you know they they did a like at some point they did a televised thing where they let let the the tv crews in to like follow them about their daily business that's like reality tv you know what i'm saying they let them you know um when princess diana was alive and stuff and um william and and harry were young you know there was a tv show that was put out a documentary or something so that in itself is kind of yeah that's merging with like celebrity lifestyle and whatnot that is you know the boundaries are being crossed then you know uh, and no matter how much the queen might have wanted to maintain old money and stuff her kids like <laughs> her kids were you know dipping their toe in and out of it so yeah they're thinking what's the point of being you know this powerful if we don't go and party exactly partying hard and doing whatever throwing their middle finger up to the tabloids and with <laughs> all due respect you know what i'm saying yeah exactly so and this is what celebrities do they're in the papers obviously now we've got social media and stuff and that is what is that is, is what it has become so i don't know if there if there's any choice like in the way things would have gone or could have gone because or is it like was it inevitable that old money was gonna mix with you know merge into new money or to have elements of of not sorry not new money celebrity culture and lifestyle would have you know kind of into interwoven with old money so yeah i don't know man unless there's some count in transylvania that's still old money and like no one knows about it i don't know one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. see that i'm saying so i think with the way the world has gone it's just yeah definitely inevitable that the two would have to merge at some point or the lines would be crossed, you know? For real. So I feel like... Especially with older generations dying out and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know. It's all about relatability at the end of the day. If you want to be current, you have to be relatable. And if you're going to be relatable, then it's got to be in the way that other people can relate. Okay? Well, this is it. Exactly, you know? So... Just saying, you know? Who am I? Just saying, just saying. <laughs> Who am I? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Listen, speaking of 
bags of money. Um, we're getting a little bit, of, you know what, this Love Island lot, they're giving moments on social media. And um, we've seen it with the NTA Awards, red carpet all dressed up north. Then Tinnanith was a bit of a royal event, darling. <laughs> yeah, darling, they were looking, nobody came in those funny clothes that they wear to the BET Awards and all this stuff. I know it's a different thing, but come on. It hasn't, it wasn't a Halloween function. It wasn't. Definitely, people were looking gorgeous. And on the red carpet, we had the Duke and Duchess of Whitlock. <laughs> yes, darling. Yes, copyrighted to me, neat. Um, if you pay me, if you use this hashtag, I'm going to trademark it. Um, yes, the Duke and Duchess of Whitlock, which is Whitney and Lockham. They were looking uh-huh. beautiful. And um, then you've got the Prince and Princess of Tyrella. So you got them. They were in. They were in um, attendance. Ooh, they, yes. Then the Duchess of Elon, which is Caroline, um, is off the coast of Scotland. Have you heard of Elon? No. Place off the coast of Scotland. Okay. <laughs> it's not catching wrong, babe. You're talking about Scott and um, sorry, Elon and Elon and. Are they back together? I thought they'd broken up. Catherine. Catherine's broken up. But what I'm saying is, is that Elon, if Elon is a place, then Scott is off the coast of Elon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because he's around. They still talk about Scott and the Caroline. And, they, and she sat down in podcast talking about how um, they, um, she wants to give the truth about their relationship or their friendship or their not ship or their... I'm confused. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's something going on, but they keep discussing. When he went to America, the when you guys came out you kind of reunited in a way and she's not saying much but she said that when he comes back I can't speak for how things will go so there's something there I don't know so he's still in America or in Love Island over there no he got he got, he got like given the boot and then oh, really? he came back home yeah so yeah empty how did it long. I thought they would have gone through his accent yeah I don't know but I feel like the people already by the time he got flung in there everyone had already kind of like known each other and what I like when you come in low yeah and then um, we've got obviously we also had the lovely Princess Jessica she was looking gorgeous and her partner Sir Samuel of Casa (laughs) (laughs) and um, the Niger crew Whitney was repping in green and I've realised in time I've noticed that our Nigerian brothers and sisters love their flag their brand flag which is also in the Irish flag because apparently they've got the same patron saint. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so um, the green is something that you'll see pop up. But the, the bra- Team Nigeria, they're always mm. some green um, in there. The first time I really noticed it was, is it Roma- Roma- Romani? What's his name? That one from Power. That that wild. Wow. You see, oh, he needs to be. Yeah, you know, Andre, is it Andre? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, from Power. He's from Nigeria. And he... Rem- 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 I can't even say his name. Um, it's because I'm not reading it. But he came on the breakfast club with a, like, Nigerian football top. He sings, he raps, he does everything. So, I'm thinking, here goes brand Nigeria again. Okay. You know what I mean? So, um... Wow, and more power for that, you know. Yes, the, glad- the, the, the heritage, The heritage and the culture is very important to them you know and they they really reinforce it even in like you know modern modern times and stuff and lifestyle they don't forget and i take my hat off to that man because so many you know so many islands places you know they 
the 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 cultures being lost that the heritage the traditions through like the new generations and they don't know it's going to wind up in like the next 20 years that people you know it's lost it's gone and then the roots of the culture of the essence and the the roots of the tree will be no more and exactly where are we going to draw from exactly exactly so yeah i rate that man and i love their i love the outfits and stuff as well right. uh, all their head their headdresses and like everything is just on point on point man we, like the women look beautiful beautiful and the, the makeup everything that that's everything everything i love it all man so and, um, it just you know what it just it just looks so like luxury and expensive to me like that's what i see when i see like the traditional outfits and stuff and it just looks like and it's just tradition as well but it looks expensive like you know what i mean like the different the different materials and prints and yeah quality yeah it looks quality no no flimsy flimsy Keep your shoes to keep your shoes to yourself. In the air, when it comes to a Nigerian wedding, you just keep it to yourself, mate. You keep your shoes to yourself. You make sure you got um so um the green um Whitney was repping in the green. She looked gorgeous. Actually, Whitney, yeah, she, she looked she, good. Yeah, yeah, she was wearing a luxurious gown. And in past um with the UK, some red carpet moments have been very slapdash, you know, we were saying like before, like what's the point? Um, yeah, you know, but they these lots seem to be really making an effort, and I like it. Um, you got Ella and looking very gracious, and she had the green on. I think at the end of the at the at the end at the final, and okay. yeah, because they called themselves the Lecky yeah, Girls, didn't it? Yeah, so big up the Lecky Girls, and may you continue to chop well, well. <laughs> But we love it. We love it. But I've seen a lot of green. I think green, um, style trend, style trend, um, style trend alert. The colour green, I feel it's going to be quite big next year. I've seen some different shades of green and it's giving money, honey. Uh, I've seen on socials, yeah. So hopefully there's a sign of good things to come. Amen. In heaven there is no Amen to that. Radio. So TV and TV watch list and two watch list. Uh-huh. I was watching the Million Dollar Buffet courtesy of Netflix, babe. <laughs> 48 minutes of lusciousness. 48 minutes of food porn overload. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. It's like you can watch it while you're eating because it's just, a, just long enough for a meal. Yeah. I don't recommend you watch it when you're hungry. Oh, my gosh. And it's all about the world phenomenon of the buffet. Oh. There's a whole... There's a whole science to it. And this shit is just... just, It's just deep, girl. It was deep. It's a whole thing. They've got this luxury, this new thing called luxury buffet. And this lady, she oh, she's so funny. She's got a really funny personality, boy. Um, one of us, she's a pineapple. She's one of us. Um, she she um, goes round to these buffets. So she goes round the world to these big buffets. But this one, you pay a hundred, kind of, I think a hundred pounds a head. The first one she went to, 
and it's all you can eat but everything's like fine not fine dining but luxury foods and stuff oh yeah oh my goodness when you see the display oh my goodness the dessert trolley the everything and you know and they just got around seeing if you know the people who try to out eat the money they spend and stuff but i said straight away oh my gosh i said i'll pay the hundred pounds just to be in there i i think as a child to go and try different luxury foods it's worth the hundred pounds the thing is though your belly only has so much capacity so is it is it worth like a hundred quid like babe there's, they, they would walk around to people and they were standardly on their fifth lobster. Standardly. Do they, do they, do they let you take a doggy back home? No, no, I don't. I know that she had this guy on there and he's an expert, kind of like gourmet expert, buffet expert. And he's yeah. going to keep the bread to a minimum. He gave all these different things. Don't fill yourself oh. up on fizzy pop, as they, some people call it. Yeah. Um, don't fill yourself up with the fizzy drinks and because somebody she said she loves a diet coke um when she's having her food to wash it down but he goes no that will not get you far and um she was saying about bringing her digestion pills and stuff like that <laughs> oh my god and then the next thing they showed her on the exercise bike the next day trying to work it out before she goes to the night <laughs> oh my just <laughs> yeah but they went all the way to vegas and this wow a huge thing and i'm going to go and try this a hundred pounds menu thing like you know just i'm i'm coming i'm coming with you standard yeah man but there's one thing i think in vegas called bacchanal and oh. and the meat was dropping off the bone she goes why am i having a roast dinner at this time of the day <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah that sounds amazing it sounds so cool yeah watch that million dollar buffet curse oh, that's true though isn't it they love to give you bread maybe that is a it's a psychological thing they know what people are going to do that they're going to indulge in bread yeah yes. right and dip or whatever it is they give you and then by the time so that means that you're going to go up less yes so the, what they do is they make all the less they put the desserts right in your face so that your your eye is already thinking about gobbling the dessert yeah that's to draw you in and then as you go in it pulls you in they do it like a certain layout so it pulls you in and in and as you go in your eyes just get wide and then by the end of it your eyes are definitely too big for your belly that was her words those were those were her words <laughs> they were talking to the chef and everything and they showed behind the scenes in the restaurant and how all the meats put out and the bucket i have to big up the bucket um hotel restaurant thing i think the head chef that guy and the way they keep the meat and everything and the cooler, like, everything looks so clean and neat. Wow. Did they show how much loads of food is consumed in the day? She goes, you guys, oh, that'll be gone in a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't watch that room full of meat. That'll be gone in a minute. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, man. So. Wow. Sounds, it sounds like an experience. For real. I'll add it to my bucket list. Yeah, it's definitely one for the, one for the belly and one for the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was a cool show. And um, I saw the inspirational story I watched last night. Um, it was Storyful from South Africa. And the movie was called, it's called The Song. Okay. Yep, again, courtesy of Netflix. And it looks like Netflix has come back with a wholesalers full of goodies for us, honey. Okay. Yes, because the well, added list is buff right now, babes. It's buff. They're prepping us for what's to come in the UK, weather-wise, autumn and winter, yeah? yeah? They're prepping us. They're prepping 
because they know that we're going to be coming in, want to be all cosy in our houses, like with a cup of tea and some digestives or whatever. (laughs) Our fluffy socks and dressing gowns on and want to just settle down and watch TV, watch films and watch episodes. Exactly that. And because my eyes went on it, the thing about South African movies, I know I talk about it a lot, but they are great storytellers. There's roles to the story. The same reason why everyone loves Lion King. They have mm. a great way of storytelling. And the drone shots, babe. The drone shots. I need to go to South Africa. I need, it's on my bucket list. I need to go and see that place because it, it's the same kind of energy. And the way the sun hits the camera when they're doing the shots and stuff. Um, yeah. And then even when they do the nightlife views, it's, it, you feel like you're actually there. And the moral of the story always has a thing I mean this particular one it starts off with a, a, a gentleman who actually has become president and he's telling a young set of boys in the school about you know when you when you gave one of those motivational talks but um, this old school schooling new school and giving you know telling some tales of young but they see it when they think that no nah, not driving that car not doing what you do you can never know what it's like to be from the gully side even though they're in a private school yeah so, yeah. <laughs> so the boys are ramping and stuff and he's telling the story but then he goes back and talks about his life he, he didn't start off like this and his life of crime and um, when he was younger and it was just moments like he basically went back and he found himself in a situation where he had people in the, shop, uh, in the store as hostage they reminded him when they had the gun to their faces that he his dad they remembered his dad they basically reminded him who he was and slowly they got him to see that what he's doing is not his purpose in life okay. yep so the story went back and forth from telling them the, the, the young ones the story and they were jumping up and down assuming certain things so he gave them some lessons in there and he the, the he went to court he ended up you know things ended up working out but the whole of the people that he took hostage were sitting down in his defence in the court. They came out with him after the hostage situation and they all played a part in his future and how he made something bad turn into something amazing. Okay. And the song represents, I thought it was going to be about a song, it represents the legacy you leave. What song would you like your grandchildren and their grandchildren to sing about you? Oh wow, babe! Check out, check out, neat, baby. I I put my eyes on this show, and that was it. That is really that's really thought provoking, you know, honey, baby girl. So I told you, I'm the queen of unspoiling spoiler alerts. <laughs> go and go and watch that if you like. Oh, well, oh, definitely. I'm adding that to my watch list. Mm-hmm, honey, girl, and. Mm-hmm. While we're still in the midst of royalty, or so-called royalty, I say that loosely. <laughs> Paris um, complains. Um, it's basically, I said, it's the price of the price of a feature. He is Ti and Tiny's son, right? Um, which Ti and Tiny, everyone knows Ti and Tiny. Tiny is from the group Escape. Um, with Candy from Real Housewives and T.I. is her husband, longtime husband and they have a whole bag of kids and, you know, this is one of them. He's the one with the curly blonde hair, right? Okay. Yeah, and he's always on social media. He's an artist. I say that Lucy again. No, sorry. I do. He's an artist, aspiring artist. I don't say that Lucy. He's an aspiring artist and one, um, he's been busy on the social media 
crying because he wants two popular artists I think The Baby and an artist called Sexy Red who's quite controversial but is popular at the moment is popular at the moment um, she just being herself with a certain type of way they love to right now I don't know if I agree with it but I do believe in individuality um, I've spoken about artists in the back of the day where everyone had their own voice much like they say about the podcast game they want everybody who's participant in it to have their own voice that's what keeps it interesting so you know you get a group like Method Man and then like Wu-Tang here we go here I go Method Man again but everyone <laughs> in the group had their own voice I saw certain uh, I saw like this kind of like cypher and you know who's got a pod you know who's got a podcast kind of thing going on that's getting really popular Mace and um, Mace and Cameron have they? Yes, man, it's so popular. Their their personalities. I, I thought Mace went to be a. Uh, um, I thought he was a reverend. He went. He left the reverendship because Puffy gave back their um, music. Um, you know, gave them back their their public. Yeah, yeah, the other day, and people are speaking about. It. We'll talk about that another time, anyway. But um, they, uh, you know, obviously found that he's found his own lane with Cameron. And I saw them rapping together. And between Mace and Cameron, everybody had their own flow. Everybody had their own individual thing. Um, Cameron's a swanky dresser. I mean, they're big man rapping still. But Mm. again, we said hip hop is young. So we have got to let the the veterans become, the pioneers become veterans. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. definitely. In this space, this entertainment space, they still need to be killing it. So I say that to say, King Harris... Um, wanted a feature from Sexy Red and the Baby, and he, he's moaning about the rates they want to charge him. I think about they want to charge 150 grand or something like that for a feature on a track, and he's crying. Basically, he's trying to say that because of who he is, and because of who, what he would do in return for someone else, he was um, upset that they would be ch- charging him that money. So he's not taking the rejection very well, and he's upset. Do you think that he's being spoiled, or do you think he's got a point? So what would he do then? What they would what would come on and they would do some lyrics in, in one of his albums or a piece of yeah a creative piece of music and they would come and feature and that would obviously that he's feeling like the collaboration between the two of them would make the the project yeah. Yeah, it'd be a great. Like, it would increase their popularity, basically. Yeah. So he he thinks what is he trying to say that they would get so much out of it that they they've got a nerve to be charging him 150 grand for them to feature on it and whatnot. Well, they the the, the people there who were talking on it said that um, the, the the article the article the piece comes from TJF with with Funky Deneva and them and Claudia Jordan and our Reynolds. And they were, the opinions were similar but varied in perspective. As in, like you say, who brings value to who? That was the discussion. Yeah. Does he feel that he brings value to them, that they should drop the price? Well, clearly, if he's throwing a wobbler and chucking his toys out the pram about the price, then that's, that's, he feels that he brings he brings the most value um, for, you know, out of this collaboration he's bringing the most to the table that they need him more than he needs them basically it's giving that and it's giving a little bit of entitlement as well again yeah that's what that's what i feel yeah it's giving it's giving some entitlement because he and you're not on the reality tv show is your was your parents and you were in it i mean the whole reality show was called ti and tiny's family hustle 
so it don't obviously in the way you would have picked up the idea that business is business if you were living with cameras in your house when you were growing up mm. um i mean you know your parents made me, uh, necessary means for you to be able to have what you have and they did it from the ground up as young people and they're still hustling now so mm. it's a bit annoying that king would feel that he doesn't have to do anything more than what they did to get to where they are yeah i know that there's this thing where they did what they did so that can, we can make it easier for our children but i feel like there should be more creativity and growth in the knowledge of business and less social media whining the thing is though, i feel i feel like a lot of um these celebrities children um, whose parents, you know, their mums or their dads or both or whatever have like hustled from back in the days and they've seen hardships and stuff. I feel like a lot of this new generation um, just do feel entitled, mm. like, and they don't know. Obviously, as a parent, as you said, you want your children to have a better life than you. That's what we do it for, like, for our kids and, you know, that's what we're hustling for. But it's like the children giving them such a better chance a better you know position in life and stuff that just makes them not see any hardship and have no value for anything and yeah. just feel entitled yeah to everything yeah uh, it's a kind of like it's a like no-win situation yeah so i feel like he's just been a sport brat in this case i think you know i don't know whether this is where some maybe some grandparents because i learned over time as a parent that that sometimes the grandparents if they're around have can speak in a different voice and a calmer voice that they're more accepting of now it's a case of reminding them to be grateful because if all if that's all we can do i cannot stand ungrateful people I, yeah. I cannot stand i wouldn't like to see that my children are standing there and just showing so much disrespect and just ungrateful behavior on a regular basis i wouldn't be able to get on with him i wouldn't i've just got to keep you just got to keep reminding them because people forget kids forget they do adults forget as well adults yeah. forget and the thing is life can life can change in a in a split second do you know what i mean like just because you're like at the top of your game now don't mean that you're going to be there tomorrow anything can happen you know health wise or whatever wise so you yeah as you say grateful be grateful and stuff and you know be humble mm-hmm. and all that i think people people forget you know and every like when you see homeless people on the street and stuff everyone has a story that homeless person could have been you know the wealthiest person from their village or town or, you know like don't just look down your noses on people and treat people with respect that's you know and i think a lot of these people in this kind of culture like the celebrity culture and stuff they forget they do and especially their kids and stuff when they can just rinse their credit like daddy or mummy's credit card spend 10 g on a this or a that i think yeah it's easy to forget definitely you hit the nail on the head in regards to a certain aspect of it because i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> what did you just say i mean it, you said something about what that people things can change in a split second or everyone's got a story or they should be oh, humble everyone's got a story everyone's got a story the, 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 when I had the the bricks and mortar business one thing that you can never get is the conversations you have with people you pass through every mm. day 
And I spoke to this guy and he was home. He said he slept on the bench. He wasn't homeless anymore, but he slept on the bench for ages. And he, he'd come from nothing and he wanted a, he wanted a house. He wanted to, he wanted a property. This was years ago, and the bank turned him down. Then they said, "Oh, we can go to the housing." He felt embarrassed. I want to go to the housing. I don't know if I told this story before. And no. his 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 wife that he'd come through. Everything was because he wanted to show his wife a comfortable life, and you know, raise their children and just work his way. So I think in the end. He went into the um, benefits place and they, they they disgraced him and he felt so embarrassed. He said to them, gave him the middle finger and left left in there and took his wife's hand and left and said, I'm determined to get myself the house. I don't care if I have to build it brick by brass brick. I'm in a house. So he found a, later on, he found a broke down house and fixed it up himself. It took him years. Then he started flipping properties and then fast forward, he ends up in a massive house in the country because his wife wanted more and they wanted, you know, after all these years of living in a small house, let's go in, let's, you know, we've worked hard, let's go. Yeah. The minute they move, the woman meets some young guy in the pub down the road, ends up having an affair with him, moves it, move the young guy in, the, the man ends up getting, they end up getting divorced and the man leaves to the yard. And he picked up a girl from depression after that and end up homeless on the bench. So when you say that... Yes. This is what I mean, this is what I mean, Nates. And I think a lot of these celebrities, you know, you do get really good people, like, um, that do a lot for, like, you know, the like, they've got their charities, they do a lot, and they they get stuck in as well. They don't just, like... I think it's easy for some of them to just write a check, here, it can go to this charity and that charity, but to, like, bring... The, go down to the place and for their kids to go down with them serving up soup or doing you know the hard graft and seeing what the people um who are out there like you know trying to do good and stuff like i mean the staff and whatever of a charity like to really get involved i don't think a lot of them do it i don't think many of them do that no i know they don't and i remember when um one of my family they used to go down to serve food up and bring things and support these serving up of food to the homeless mm-hmm. and she would take her children down there and th- that will forever be respected as a visual to see that it will forever be respected so big up p for doing that and supporting the community stuff and that would only come back to her in of course. you know abundance of course of course and i just i yeah i don't i i feel like so many of them just, you know, they just write a check. Yeah, yeah, I give to charity, I help, I do my bit. No, like, you know, it's easy to do that. No, you should be going there, like, getting involved, really meeting the people and engaging with the people. And, you know, bringing your, your spoilt children with you as well to really see a different side and to just, ha- you know, have some humility for people. That's the thing, like... They are so far removed from real life and real people's stories and stuff. And I feel like it's just so easy for them to get lost in stupid things like, oh, they want to charge me 150 grand to be on this track. Like, That's rich people you... problems, man. This is what I'm saying, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Problems, man. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So I understand. Let's just give him a little bit. Let's give King. Listen here, yeah? Um, I understand what it's like to have obstacles in your way, but you've got to find a way to learn how to manoeuvre your way. We've said this several times here, the aunties. Um, we have moments of frustration. They used to say to me, I used to think to myself, one guy told me, 
Um, you can through it, round it, over it, through it, round it. Whatever way you have to do it, it's the way that you learn to maneuver the situation and your frustrations that will build your character and it will get you the desired outcome, brother. That's all I can say. My son. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So clearly, sexy red and the baby know their worth, mm-hmm. and then it, it it might not. It just might be not that. It might just be that it's not there, not the right fit for the yeah, for the gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or you or you just come up with a pee. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. If you want them that bad, then yeah. you just you yeah. you just you know, seeing as your pay tiny, tiny, yeah, you got a pen. That's light change to you, bruv. So <laughs> stop whining and just pay the cheese or or find someone else, you get me. That's right. You gotta pay to play, baby. That's what that's it. That's what the game's all about. So you can back to our bloody tits now, because I've got my own kids to worry about. You gotta listen to every five brass me. Imagine if our kids did that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh my god. Angels, but imagine if we had to do with every you wake up and them are alive. No. Oh. Exactly. No. What? Anyway, we got a future show coming up. I have got some stuff going on in socials about how kids view their parents and you know re- stuff like if we don't want to, if we don't want a kid, don't have a kid. They're like, no, no. I've got some certain. Listen, that episode there, it might even start off season season three because there is some stuff going on that here, and if it's partially stuff that we need to listen to as parents, but it's sometimes a blind leading the blind. But this, if we don't control it, it's going to be an epidemic. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That sounds like a good one that you, that's in the pipeline. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, man. I, can't wait. I mean, I wonder that we'll save it for another day, but you've just made me think. I wonder what my kids think of me. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh my gosh. They just say, why are you, you're not main character, mummy? That's what they say. So they say you're, you're not main character. So they're telling you to calm down your main character energy. Listen, right? Listen, okay, okay. This is, this is what we went to. We went to this outdoor swimming pool, an amazing swimming pool place in, um, like Hitchin the other day, right? Just a quick one. Anyway, so me and the girls, like me and my three girls, we're in the shower. It's public showers and whatever. We're all washing our hair and whatnot after we finish swimming and stuff. Then, like a group of boys, like they must have been maybe 17, 18, 19 or whatever. Um, they're talking in a different language, fine or whatever. They come and squish onto into. There's about eight of them. They come and squish into the showers. Like there's two showers next to us that are free. They come and all squish there. Yeah. And then one of them props up his phone on top of the lockers and it's like, it's obvious. And then he's filming and it's obviously filming them, but we're behind, yeah, my, my daughters, right? Yeah. And they, they start, they start singing, clapping and whatnot. So I said to them, excuse me, you're not filming my daughters, are you? You're not filming us in the shower, are you? Because they're speaking in a different language and stuff. I don't want to be on no, no one's TikTok here in whatever place or whatnot. He was like, no, 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 not for TikTok. But that really embarrassed my kids, yeah? <laughs> oh, I'm saying something embarrassing. Me, me saying something, but I'm not going to just stand there and not say nothing while we're in the shower. Obviously, we've got our swimming costumes on or whatever. But I don't know. Like, my young, my young girl as well, like, she's like nine. I don't want her face all over some yeah. people's... You know what I'm saying? Like... Well, you no. Know, tell them that like, I will just come there and walk past them, cut my eye, and kiss my teeth. If I won't say that, and I'll just keep walking past them, and cut my eye. Is that better? This is what I'm saying. Wait, that is like, I, was, I 
Mama's not going to just stand there having a shower and my kids' faces, like, facing towards their camera and stuff and not saying nothing. Do you know what? So you don't end up on the Karens rundown, top 10 Karens of London. Why don't you just, just kiss your teeth after them and cut your eye? That's what you've got I, to do. I said to, I said to my daughters, listen, right, I don't know what they were filming, where they're going to put it or what they're doing yet. These people had the balls to stand up there and put their um, camera on facing in our direction. I don't care whether they're doing backflips, um, clapping, whatever. I do not want news lots images being put wherever, you know, um, without any, without my consent. So I said, so yeah, I opened my mouth and said something. So yeah, my, um, <laughs> the older ones were like, oh my gosh, and whatnot. Yeah, so it was like, oh, hey, it was like, behave and turn your back, yeah? Like, <laughs> I told you, listen, I, listen, I told you, I talk about, is, is it such a thing like third person? Uh, Ferre, what's going on with your people then? I will be, <laughs> I'll be talking to my kids. So they were going to, uh, this is me giving you a choice. Either you can assist me in dealing with this or are you good they can get it straight direct straight direct from me exactly this is what i'm saying neats like so yeah man and the thing is i'm that mum in it i will open my mouth yeah i'll open my mouth i don't business they call me a karen but i don't business man yeah when it comes to like my kids and their safety or like being put in a compromised position i'm going i'm not going to just stand there and not say nothing yeah sometimes they want to cry karen it's not really a karen it's just being told that how it is and Exactly, you're being a you know responsible parent or whatnot. That's like right. it might not face some parents, but I didn't like that. No, I'm sorry. If you're doing dumb things, I'm gonna call you dummy. He said the name's appropriate if the cap fits. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Or we're not allowed. We're not allowed to wear caps no more. Foolishness, man. So yeah. So it that will be an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, it will be. I can't wait. And I've got some other bits of TikTok for you for that whole thing. That's gonna be an episode off. <laughs> it's me again, you lot. Part two is back next week of the season finale. Thanks for coming to join us again. We still in it to win it, baby. So come back and join us for the second part. We won't take too long to drop it. We've got your KMPs, we've got your comment section, you know, the usual palaver. See you then. When I wake up in the morning, I look myself at the mirror, I say, I'm handsome. I am blessed. Victor is highly favored. He's cute enough. He's just blessed. So when I come outside, I don't care if you're going to tell me I'm smart. I already know I'm smart. I'm smart. I don't need anybody's opinion. Me, I'm blessed. And it's truth. It's the facts that rely on the Bible. I don't need anyone's opinion. I don't need anyone's opinion. So title does not matter. What matters is in me.